Hello and welcome to Unstrung Archery. I'm your host, Neil Hickman of Wigan and All Archers, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Nye. Hello, I'm now Neil, Walking Bay Archers. Okie dokie, so this, these next two episodes, should we say, are going to be just looking at myself and Nye, uh, how we got into archery, that kind of thing, and just introducing you to the show. Uh, so let's get started. Um, so let's just jump straight into it, Nye. I'm, I'm going to be quite blunt. And let's just say about your first encounter with archery. How did you become interested in the sport? Uh, so a long time back now, it was um, around 2002 with the start of Lord, Lord of the Rings Two Towers coming out in Legolas. Um, so I was about eight or so at the time, and I'm 30 now, so yeah, it's been a time. I did a couple of have-a-go sessions at um, Lancaster Council, did sort of half-term holiday activity Easter sessions. And then I joined um, the local archery club, um, John O'Gaunt Bowman, that was in Lancaster. was there for 18 years, all, all the way through you. And after a while, moved on to Morecambe Bay Archers due to um, work commitments. So I my current club, Morecambe Bay Archers, where I'm a tournament organiser. And yeah, I worked for a bit of teaching work um, for the council, at, back, actually back where I slept for a few times. Now that's yeah, pretty much me into the current day and uh, meeting Neil at quite a few local tournaments. Awesome. So, was there a specific event, or is it just literally the whole Lord of the Rings thing that got you ignited with the uh, the passion for archery? Yeah, it was pretty much that. I just really wanted to be like all Lando Bloom. Although, yeah, <laughs> I'm not, not quite. Wish I had his looks though. That's um, that's a <laughs> yeah. So, so what my experience from archery, where I've spoken to people and how they've got into archery, it's, it's usually one of three things. It's either Legolas, it's either that, um, or Brave, and the last one is obviously Hawkeye or um, Hunger Games. Yeah, so, there's a couple of things that generally get people... Yes, it does tend to be Hunger Games that seems to be the, the more popular choice, especially like nowadays. But for people like yourself that's been in for a while, it's generally usually, um, you know, the, the good old fashioned uh, Lord of the Rings and yeah. uh, Orlando Bloom playing Alagolas. <laughs> it's one I've definitely seen over the years. There's always big spikes whenever, um, whenever there's a film like Lord of the Rings, Hunger Games, Brave. You always get a big spike in, especially people sort of, Younger people joining up as well. And the 2012 Olympics had the same impact, I found, as well. Yeah, the Olympics do tend to, especially, especially if it gets uh, some media attention. Um, I, I find a lot of people tend to come into the clubs around the Olympics as well, especially if uh, Team GB's done well and, you know, they've got one or two gold from it. Um, which, hopefully, Paris, this is going to be our year. We're going to wipe the, wipe the floor with everyone, I think. That's what I'm feeling as well, especially those girls. Those yeah. girls are going to be really strong this year, I think. Penny Healy, Brandy Pittman and the shooting were definitely on um, for a good chance with the, with the ladies' team. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so moving on. Um, what is some of your more memorable experiences in archery? Um, I think it may be a competition or... Was there a, a moment that you had a breakthrough in, te in in your technique that you thought, no, this is it, this is the sport that I want to do? I think two of my most memorable moments were actually back in 2010, because um, it was I was about 17 at the time, just just finally 
a few things had slotted into place in the head where I just started. My standards starting to shoot, starting to shoot well, and I had a trip up to, up to Glenridden in the Lake District, and we were shooting at the bottom. It was a shoot run by Kendall Bowman, and it was shooting on the bottom shores of Ullswater. And I just remember a really warm day shoot it, shooting there, and just having a great, just a great time. And I actually won my first trophy there as well, it was a hidden score prize. Got my backside kicked by the opposition, but I was nearest a hidden score, so I won a prize. It was quite a friendly one. And then after that, it was my first trophy win in um, 2010. That's the September when I was at Ken again Kendall Bowman and their um, Albion shoot, and yeah, but I but I was lucky. Luckily, I was um, I ended up being the best junior there on the day. Thinking back to those um, achievements that you gained, what kind of emotions were going through your head at the time, both when you were on the line, knowing that you were performing well, and afterwards when you heard that you'd placed? Ah, uh, when I was on when I was on there on the day, I thought when I was shooting, I thought. There's a there's a lad um, about six months younger than me who was he was a proper top talent at the time. He'd be shooting regular five eight five seventy five eighty Portsmouths indoors and kicking ever he'd even kick the he'd even kick the adults back backsides as well. So I thought, oh he's there, he'll win. And then I thought, then found out at dinner time, oh he's he's going and beating the adults instead. So I thought, ah oh, well there'll be a few people here that are. Um, recurve arches so yeah i won't win anything so i'm just there relaxed enjoying my day yeah i'm shooting all right enjoying the day while i'm there and it comes up uh, at the end in second place with such a score so and so so and so from kendall bowman i thought i was just like oh well done thinking second place and in first place nye o'neill with a score of 656 they're like oh well done. everyone's there around me like nah you actually won it all oh, right i don't win things what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> so you hadn't even realised that it was you that won at the time. <laughs> yeah, so it was just sort of like, wait, what? Wait, what? This is this is a bit. This 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 doesn't happen. I just sunk into that day of enjoying, just being there, enjoying a warm, nice warm day out. And I think we can all learn a lesson from that. That that is what archery is all about. You know, we do get come across a couple of people that are really competitive, and there's nothing wrong with that. But the message that I got for most people that are getting into archery is just go out there and have yeah. fun. That that is the main part of, of archery is is to getting to know the people and obviously the bacon butties. Oh yeah. Although I have yet to come across a bacon butty in archery yet. I keep hearing all these stories about bacon butties. The only time I've ever had a bacon butty is when I've been judging. Oh. I must say. I can't promise you a bacon butty at my next shoot, Neil, but I can tell you a good place to get a get a full English. So moving on, um, what kind of impact has archery had on your life beyond the sport itself? Um, you know, looking at it from your your mindset and personal growth, or even relationships, what what positive aspects has archery had on your life? I think it's definitely taught me about goal goal setting is a big one, and how to keep yourself calm under pressure. Yeah, so I set I always like to set myself goals of going to competitions. So I thought never expect to do well. I'm going there. It's a day out at the end of the day, and. I'm one of those. I need the discipline of training, going to regular training sessions all the time, because I, it just keeps me obligated to be doing something and keeps me in a routine, keeps me structured. So I think that's been the main thing I've had from archery is that routine from from the training process, and then obviously goal setting. It's sort of never set myself anything major, just but it's sort of little goals. Sort of, I don't know maybe right. You broke a five. You broke five hundred. 
did a 500 Portsmouth in training. Right, go and do it in competition now. Thing, little things like that. Also, it's a chance to become social, to be more social as well, because if you're going, they're all there for a good day out, whether you're top county archers or you're um, someone just off the beginner's course. Everyone's there and everyone's just really friendly as well, so enjoy having these the social visits as well. And so I think it's really helped me in that way do more. Yeah, I think I think hoping that's um, hoping that's sort of the angle we're going for with that question. And I've not gone off on a complete tangent here. No, no, no. I think that's uh, a lot of things. There's a lot of positives to archery, and every individual is is uh, you know exactly that an individual and they all their experiences of archery are all very different so it's great to hear what how archery has had a positive aspect of, on your life and as i said there's no wrong answer there to that kind of question it's, it's always one of those that you know you you experience archery the way you experience it and nobody can change how you actually experience that yes all right you can have coaches that come in and you know make you perform better or you know, just get you more into archery, that kind of thing. But I think ultimately, down your experience of archery is through your own eyes. So yeah, as as I said, it's it's one of those with archery. I always try whenever I'm coaching. I always try to understand what someone wants to achieve as well. I always think you sort of I can teach you all the techniques. I can teach you all the technical stuff. If I'm not helping you achieve what you want to achieve, then. But I, thought, I always think, yeah, that's my that's my job as your coach is to help you achieve the the things that you want to do in the sport as well, and show it help you help guide you on the way there as well. Speaking of coaching, that kind of brings us on to our next thing. Well, let's uh, let's have a look at any key lessons that you've learned throughout your your archery journey. What advice, if if you had a, someone here who was sat in front of you right now, they were listening to this podcast because they were interested in in starting archery. What advice would you give them? Um, is there any specific techniques or strategies that have significantly improved your skills? Or even when you've been coaching yourself, is there strategies that you've used that have, you, have, you know have improved someone's skill set? Uh, the one I go for is one that I use myself, and I make myself stand tall when I'm shooting. So I always think, I always like, it's a very, very simple process I use. So easy in line with me in line with the centre of your feet um, and hips in line with my knees, shoulders in line with my hips, then head nice and central and just then just turn my head, face the target. It's um I oversimplify the I might not get the that's basically just an easy way to get remember how to stand, but I find I'm five eleven and a half. Really really devastated at that part by the way, because I was really hoped I'd be six foot. <laughs> so you got, got cut short there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm literally the halfway house. I'm literally the tall side of my dad's family and the short side of my mum's family in terms of the men. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if I get people to stand tall, because people, I think sometimes people feel nervous on the line, especially in competition, for some reason people feel nervous. I say to them, yeah, stand tall. you belong on the line, you've every right to be here, stand tall, and then look at the gold and... I don't believe I'm going to hit a 10. I'm going to hit a 10 when I shoot. So every arrow I know is going to land in the 10. I always say to people, 
that knowledge in yourself that you you know you're going to hit that 10. Because I always think if I believe something, hey, it might turn out to be true, it might turn out to be false. But if I know it, I'm as sure as, I'm as, sure as 2 plus 2 is 4 that, that that arrow is going to hit the 10. And that's what I always try to instill in people. Um, tell yourself you are going to hit it as well. Because it's one where the more you tell them, you keep positive, positive affirmations like that, also when it's going to speak it, believe it, receive it, I think be how I generally tend to approach trying to plum coach. Great stuff. Um, I, I will add to that. Um, myself, I feel that posture is the most important part of archery. So, again, we're, we're now saying stand tall. It all comes down to your posture. Every single drill that a coach will teach you will start off with the basic of good posture. If you don't have good posture, you're setting yourself up to make archery uncomfortable, inconsistent, and you know, you, you're just opening a can of worms when you have bad posture. So, yeah, I, I agree there 100%. Every single drill, every single procedure that we would go through, all parts of your form start and end with good posture. I cannot. Cannot get behind that enough, Nigel. So that's a fantastic point to bring up. There. I think I always ask people when I'm doing posture with them. First question I always ask is, "How tall are you?" So for someone like me, five eleven and a half, which I'm still devastated. Not that I'm bitter about it, um, but yeah. So I'd say, I'd say, oh, unless I'm slouching forwards in poor posture, should, I might be still at five nine or something. So I'd say, okay, you, you're five foot eleven and a half. I like it then. That's where I always um, get people to say, make them stand tall as well. Okay, so let's finish on the actual interview side of things there. So what goals do you have in mind for archery? Is this a specific area you want to focus on or a dream that you hope to achieve? What kind of time frame you're looking at for that as well? well for me, I'd say goals I set for myself now are just to try and... To so one I've eyed up that I'm hoping I can manage to get on is the um, Kings of Archery event. So I think it's that anyway. The one the one in the Netherlands. Um, so that's my goal for this year. Yeah, Kings of Archery in, in Eindhoven. That's my goal for this year for the indoor season. I thought, you know what? I want to say I've been to a big shoot because hopefully other people will see it. And yeah, you know what? If if someone like I can go to a big shoot like that, I'm I'm good to go to my company that's just round the corner or over and hopefully people will then get yeah, hopefully it'll give people more comms and go into the shoots of their own as well and other goals that i've set myself um yeah i think it'll just be to try and travel around a bit more to go to a few new clubs because i enjoy the social social side as well and the postal league that we were were in i got to meet people across the country so actually going Getting to go to these places now would be a nice thing to do as well for myself. So I want to also want to keep want to want to keep getting PBs and things. But at the end of the day, if I can go and enjoy myself and shoot new people and learn or learn more off other people's experiences as well from what they've seen, that for me would be my goals now for the well, pretty much for the foreseeable future. That's, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, and I think when we started initially talking about this podcast series, is that was one of our main goals as well, was to you know talk about archery in a way that would encourage people to come in and join these competitions at the grassroots level. Within a day, 
we you can't really get as grass more any more grassroots than what we are because you know we're supporting our clubs the local area the community and not only that both Nye and I span over two um associations as well so myself with Lancashire um and Nye being part of Cumbria yeah, exactly. So obviously we are NCAS, both of us, um, and we, we are very proud of being part of NCAS. Um, you know, we, we will uh, quite happily support any NCAS club um, in in their competition. Um, so which brings us to our next point. This is gonna, I think this is going to be my favourite part of uh, the, uh, the series. Uh, so first of all, I just want to say thank you very much, uh, Nye, for being so open uh, about uh, your career in archery there. Um, so... Our next, our next thing is what I would like to call our club tournament spotlight. So this is going to focus on grassroots levels clubs running their competitions. Now, if you've spoken to judges and people that have been tournament organisers for a while, pre-COVID, things weren't doing terribly great. Obviously, COVID put a kibosh on most tournaments Um you know, a lot of clubs stopped running their main tournaments. Obviously, we had to shut down for the lockdowns anyway. But a lot of tournaments weren't restarted after lockdown. Um, my club uh, ourselves, we used to run a uh, WA720 and a head-to-head in August every single year um, and have done so for a while from what I heard. Obviously, this this I'm only recently uh, a new member to our club and to Archery itself, but we'll cover that in the next episode. But I've heard stories that we used to run a very popular um, tournament in August and also we used to run Portsmouth in, in January. Both of those stopped and haven't actually restarted as of yet. I mean, I was going to go to the uh, double 720 um, before COVID struck, actually. It was going to be my first 720 that I shot. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what I mean. It was, it was um, obviously, it was unprecedented time for, for everyone. Um, and, and a lot of sports suffered, not just archery. But the thing is, by now we should, I, I personally feel we should have seen a lot more recovery. Now, from what I've spoken to other people about, is we did lose a lot of veteran archers because of COVID. For whatever reason, they stopped coming or, you know, we, we lost them. Um, you know, that kind of thing stopped people coming to archery. Now, the thing is with archery, especially in the outdoor season, it is an outdoor sport. So, you know, get people, getting people outdoors uh, and whatnot, it's, it's, a great, um, it's a great sport for doing that. So my focus for my spot today, and this is blowing my own horn because I am actually the tournament organiser, full disclosure on that one, uh, is the Wigan and Oral, we're, we're calling it the Wigan and Oral ranking, novice ranking round and head-to-head. Now, the reason why we're calling it that is because it's not just one round. It is specifically tailored for novices. So we are looking at running a metric round for both compound, uh, sorry, but compound and bearbow will have the 80 um, quarter meter and the longbow and recurvers will have the 50 meter um, 122. So we couldn't call it a WA. 720 because that's not a 720 even though it is the pretty much the, the exact same round it's it's not the wa 720 so we couldn't call it that so if you're all sat there wondering what is a novice ranking round that's what it is 
So if you've been uh, an archer for under two years, that's all we're asking. Come on down and uh, send in your entry forms. They can be found on the Lancashire Archery website. And yeah, we're doing a, a we're doing the rounds in the morning, qualifying round, and then we are going to put on a head to head. Now, the reason why we've done it this way is because a lot of people, unless you're at national level, don't usually get to experience head to head. And I don't have you ever done a head to head now? I've done I've done two head to heads, but they were um, in record state record status WA eighteen um, shoots. So. It's one that I was I was going in there and it was pretty much I was one of the few archers of my level as well. Quite a, sort of above me is sort of archers who were your good club archers up to your county archers. So it's hard to actually get that. That was after about ooh, nineteen years of shooting. So exactly. So you agree that it's not something you see very often, especially at novice level. Anyway, no, it's one where it's often at. Probably only once you get to a, a, even above recreation, even competitive, art, recreationally competitive archers like myself, it's not something that you see. It's something that you see in the serious competitive archer usually. So, any chance you can get to do it for, yeah, any chance you can get to experience it, it's really well worth attending as well. A shoot like, and I wish there were more shoots like this when I was starting out as well. But that's one, obviously. That is my choice for this uh, this episode. Nye, over to you. What are you picking out this time? Also, date. So, do we mention the date of your shoot, Neil? Oh, yes. That, that would be a good idea. So, it is on the 13th of August. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I got all excited about it. So, yes, 13th of August at uh, Wigan RUFC. Um, as I said, the details are on the... Um, Lancashire Archery website. I will also put it in the footnotes to the podcast as well. So you've got all the entry forms. The closing date is the 6th of August. So there's only a couple of days left uh, to get your entries in there. Our previous tournament, we had to cancel because we didn't have enough entries. I don't want to do that on this one. So please, please, please get your entries in uh, and we'll hopefully see you all there. And it'll, I just want to say that, that will be a really good shoot to attend as well. Um, I've, I've obviously, me and Neil know each other well, and we've spent plenty of time discussing tournaments um, over the last year, year, year and a half or so. We've been spent talking about things, and Neil's going to put on a really good day as well on, on the 13th of August at Wigan RUFC. Uh, well, I'm going to go... Now, it's time for me to do my sales pitch here. Um, it is the... Yeah, Sunday the 17th of September at um, Morecambe Bay Archers are hosting our second friendly American shoot. So, it's an American round, 60-50-40 yards, 30 arrows at each distance. Um, last year was a really good turnout for us, we we're, we're lucky with it, um, but I think that owes to where we are geography-wise. But it's an end-of-season shoot, it's record status, um, so there's no none of the pressure that you expect of a big shoot and um, so and what we want is people to come along try it out if you've not shot an american before you're guaranteed the personal best and juniors we also have a junior american like gb round but um it's around to give juniors more of a chance as well or if you're an adult archer who's maybe just starting out and hasn't quite reached shooting 60 yards yet and you fancy you want to have a daughter competition again let me know and yeah, we can put it on the 40 yards round as well. To, um, it's honestly, we intend it as 
an inch competition. We don't bite. We're a friendly bunch, and I can't um, I can't do beat um, Neil's barbecue. But my mum and dad do make a good brew. <laughs> exactly. I could testify for that. I was there last year. And hopefully I'm going to be there this year as well. So that may be a good time if you want to come and down and meet the uh, the hosts of Unstrung Archery. You can come and catch us at the Morgan Bay Archers American. What is it, the 17th of September? Yeah, 17th of September. I can, um, again, I can set, give, me, Neil, you, give you all the details to go into the footnotes as well. And also, should I mention, should I mention that we're both doing both both us two and um, our archery clubs, Morgan Bay Archers and Wigan um, and Oral Archers, are both both present social media. And um, so if you want to find out more about who we are, what we do, give us a follow as well. And as, if you've liked what you've heard, please tell us as well. Indeed. We are both on there. Again, we'll make sure all the links to all our socials are in the footnotes. And you can check that out on the podcast notes. We'll come to that part in the show where we take a retrospective look at any tournaments that we have been attending. Um, and specifically this time, I want to focus on, it's a, it's been a while since we attended this. Um, this is actually where the competition that we started, Nye and I started talking about actually starting a podcast, believe it or not. Um, so that's why it's been quite a while since we went to this one. Uh, but on the 14th of May, we both attended the Asherton Night annual novice shoot uh which was a national round um now believe it or not i don't tend to shoot at most competitions um i am actually a, an archery gb judge uh at the candidate level and most of my time is spent actually judging them so this is uh one of the few opportunities i got to actually shoot this competition um now bob wild ran this competition um for ashton bowman uh, it was absolutely fantastic shoot, and I'm sure Nye will uh, have, have had a similar experience. It was a really well run day, wasn't it, Nye? And it's one I keep going back to, even though I'm not a novice now. But I go down because it's just a really good day out as well, plus good catering as well. They have good. They have oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, cake, butty, sausage butties. Yeah, can't go wrong. Yeah, the the uh, they, they have a very good kitchen there. Um, so the one thing like I just said, we are both not novices. Now I've only just not, uh, you know, I, I, I've been shooting for just over. I, I want to say I'm, I'm reaching the three year mark now. So I am not actually classed as a novice anymore, even though I shoot like a novice. And most novices can actually beat me, which I don't mind. I'm there just to shoot, so it doesn't bother me. Uh, you know, it was well facilitated. Um, the judges did give me a bit of a hard time, though. I will say that. Obviously, I'm a judge, so, you know, they, they, they hold me to a very high standard. <laughs> but one thing I want to say, with these kind of competitions, where obviously we don't want to discourage people to, to go to them. The judges are lovely. Um, you know, at the end of the day, the judges are there to protect your scores. So whatever you shoot, their judges will do their very best to make sure that's what you go away with kind of thing. They're not scary people. They're not like these other referees that you think are just going to there to ruin your day. That's not how the judges work for Archery GB. Um, they are very good, especially the Lancashire ones. I have only experienced shoots with Lancashire and Cumbria judges, so I, can, I, you know, can, I can't comment for any others. I can testify to the Cumbria judges being sound as well. Yeah, exactly. So this is what I mean. The judges... 
the judges want to have just as much of a good time as you. So those people that are, are looking to go to tournaments, go. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing's there. Nothing there is scary. The, the judges are there to make sure that the rules are upheld. And obviously, where, we, where they can, we'll make sure that obviously within the rule set that you come away with the score that, you know, that you achieve. So they're not there to, to take points off you or anything like that. Um, you know, it, it's, it's not intimidating. To guide you throughout the shoot as well. So if you're having problems on the day, exactly. there to show you how to do it as well. Now, I will say this. Don't do what I did and wait three years before you go to a competition. You can't go as a novice anymore. You're not going to get the experience as a novice would. If you are less than two years and you have, still haven't done a competition, these are the type of competitions you want to go for. Especially Ashton. As I said, yeah. Bob puts on an absolutely cracking tournament. Yours. Um, you know, this uh, is worth going to. Exactly. And, you know, the no matter where you are in the country, support your local tournaments. You know, they, they need you. Uh, from what I've heard from a lot of tournament organisers, you know, football is not great for us at the minute. As I said before, our clouds back in May, we had to cancel because we didn't have enough entries. And it's a shame. I mean, Clout does suffer in Lancashire because there's only a very few clubs that can actually run these tournaments. But actual target archery tournaments are suffering as well. Um, and I believe the um, the early bird Albion that uh, Ashley took on as well got cancelled because they didn't have enough people sign up for that. Another one that got cancelled actually a couple of, a couple of weeks ago was a, a feat seven twenty up in um, Penrith that Cumbria run. Is a, a exactly is a, a full full feature in the on the Saturday and a feat seven double seven twenty or seven twenty head to head in the afternoon and that got cancelled. So ranking points were at play. And we still didn't get a turn out there. And it was, so it's one where even the students like that are suffering as well. Exactly. So I think what we're trying to say here is obviously Asherton shoot, the, 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 the national that they hold every year, is one that you do need to go to if you've not been to a competition yet. It's very laid back. And it's a great uh, great starting out. Uh, obviously, it is a national round, so you know you you're going to have to be able to shoot those distances. But it doesn't take long to actually get up to those distances from you know a couple of a couple of months, if, if that, and you'd be able to shoot national. Um, now, obviously, you are novice, so you're not expected to to shoot your age group uh, if you're a senior. You know, we're not expect they're not expecting you to shoot a at a hundred yards, um, you know, you, you can come back to a, na- a proper national and do a sixty. Um, you know that that is very achievable for somebody who's been shooting less than two years. It shouldn't be an issue. So, don't worry about the distance. Have a chat with the people that are, re- are actually running the, the tournaments and just say, "Look, I'm not quite ready for this, but I want to come to the tournament. Is there any other distances that I can shoot?" Most of these guys and girls that are, are running these tournaments will accommodate you if they can you know with the exception of something like our novice competition you know because of the head-to-head situation we're not able to actually put more distances out than what we've got because head-to-heads are a lot more complex than a standard tournament but if you are just going to a normal just a bog standard round with no head-to-head attached to it these are the kind of things that you need to be going for 
go out there, support archery, support your local clubs and support your local tournament organisers. All I'll say is, um, if, to any novices out there, if you feel like, if you feel you're not good enough to go to a competition, which you are good enough because you've passed your beginner's course, so you are a good enough archer to be able to attend any competition you want to do. Um, I shot at this, Neil can testify to this, I had a broken arrow rest in my shoot there, I hadn't picked up on. And I shot about, yeah, 250, 300 points below what I'd be expecting to hit in a normal, on a normal national round. And no, no one, every, the only sort of thing I got was, oh, no, we're sorry to, he didn't shoot as well as he wanted to, but no one was judging me for it as well. And no one, no, no one, no one judges you for, if you're, your ability level. Everyone's just glad to see you there on the day, and if you don't do as well as you'd want to do, people, everyone will call around to be there and support you through it as well. And if you do as if you do what you wanted to do and get what you wanted to do, everyone will come and celebrate with you as well. Exactly, and that's what we're all there for. Yeah, and chances are everyone else has had. If if you worry about a bad day, every archer's had them as well. And we'll all we'll all support you through. If it doesn't go how you want it to, we'll all support you. And we'll celebrate with you when you succeed. Uh, so that wraps it up for today. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning into this first episode of Unstrung Archery. Stay connected for future episodes where we'll explore various aspects of archery, offer practical advice, and share our inspiring stories. We are also going to have a couple of guests coming up. Uh, we haven't actually got anything. Uh, planned out yet i have got a couple of ideas for episodes set aside so i just need to have a couple of words with a few people and hopefully we can get them on the show thank you very much guys we'll see you next time see you next time